0: Okay, there we go. Way up. Good morning, everybody. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Before we get started, we need to pray for one person, Christine Osborne. She had a mini stroke, and she's praying for her complete healing. Amen. Father, we do thank you, and we praise you, Lord. We thank you for Christine. And Lord, we just bind the devil right now. We cast him out of her life forever. And we thank you, Father, that Christine is healed from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. We curse the effects of this stroke, and we command her to rise up and be healed in Jesus' name. We bind every symptom and every side effect from stroke. And we thank you, Father, that Christine is healed, and she will walk in her calling, Father God. We call everything in her body in line with the word of God. And we thank you, Father. We give you all the honor. And, Lord, we pray for Raymond. And, Lord, we thank you that he is healed. We command uh, his gums to be restored. And we thank you, Father. And we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise God. Well, I'm glad to be here today. Praise God. Hallelujah. I was just listening to that last song before the dance when uh the lady was singing, she was saying, "We need to come up higher, and we 're hearing that everywhere we go and i I just have to give props to our speaker yesterday, and they were from Pastor Barbara, and it was just so." rewarding because everything that's going on in this uh world today and in the churches it needs to be it needs to stop we need to come up higher amen and so i just know that god is speaking to his people he's speaking to the church amen and what the church must do is is Um, come closer to God and just restore, have your relationship rebuilt or restored or refreshed, whatever it is you need from God, now's the time to get it. Amen. So we need to be God chasers. We need to pursue him, seek him when it's early, seek him when it's late, seek him all the time, because we need him so desperately. Amen. Um, If you will turn to Psalm 11. And I just wanted to read a little scriptures really quick. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise God. Psalm 11. <clears throat> Verse three. And it says, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Amen. We see our foundations being destroyed every day if you just look at TV. And, you know, it's getting to the place where I don't even want to turn it on anymore. And you see people out picketing and just tearing one another down, spitting on one another. And it's just, you know, the world is is in rough shape. But we know that God is in control. Amen. But there's something that God is expecting the righteous to do and and God is expecting us to build the foundations again amen with our prayers with our hearts and with everything that we have he's expecting us to uh repair the breach so to speak do whatever it is that God has put in your heart because we all have a part to play in these end time amen now on the other hand we have Amos 9:13 that That promise us promises us that before we can even plant even plant, you know you can go out and harvest and so God is blessing us as a new paradigm or a new way of living, where God has assured us that he is blessing your hands bless you know what Amos nine thirteen is just a sovereign act of God where you don't have to do anything but believe it and trust it and expect it but in the last days i know that god is blessing on one hand but on the other hand he's expecting so much out of his his body out of the church those true the people who are the true worshipers those who are truly following god you know those who are call for such a time as this to do mighty acts for God just through our prayers and just who being who doing what you know to do you know and, and I believe that it starts on the inside with your heart what's in your heart what do you want to do for God amen you know God is expecting so much from us and so I know that we will not uh, let God down because God has called each and every one of us personally. For such a time, we're living now on purpose, if I can say it like that. So where there is so much going on, good and bad, but we still have a job to do, amen? And there is an abundance of rebellion, like I was saying, everywhere you look. But the thing about it is sin is running rampant on the earth. And it is our responsibility as the righteous to do something about it. And not be a part of it. And I think this is number one. Amen. We need to be separated from the world. We, we need, well, we are already separated, but we need to do our part. And I think that, uh, entails renewing our minds, not, uh, living the way the world lives so that they can look at us and see a pattern. Here because we you know we 're in the world, but we 're not of of the world and in romans twelve two it talks about renewing your mind and not com, conforming to the ways of the world, but to be uh, transformed by the renewing of your mind, and if your mind is not renewed then you won't be able to help repair the foundations. Amen? Are y'all here today? And so what we need to do is we need to just give everything up, all of our wants, all of our what we think we need, what we think, because we're really not on our time. We're on his time. Amen? Hallelujah. So the people of God are responsible for what goes on in this nation. It's our responsibility. And God is expecting us to do something about what we see going on. You know, we're not supposed to sit up and look at that TV and say, oh, my goodness, did you see this? Did you see that? But we're supposed to do something about it. We are people who have the ability and the power and the authority to change things because we're world changers amen and there's nothing that we can't do for god you know instead of complaining we can just take authority over some of this demonic activity you know you don't even have to have a prayer partner it's good if you do because you know two is better than one and and if two gathered in his name there he is in the midst of you but you know if you just know how to pray you know you see things that are not right if you're driving down the street and you see somebody being abused, there's something that you can do. You can rebuke the devil and you can bind that activity and make him stop. Amen. And so we need to get on our job. We really need to get on our job. And this is not something that you do as a project. This is, some, this is a mandate from God. If we can only understand that God has mandated us to take this, this country. This nation, this world, whatever you want to, however you want to look at it, take it back from the devil. Amen. Because I'm telling you, he he's not in control. He is not in control. We are in control. Amen. God is with us. He is with us. But you know, how will we ever know if we don't give it a try? Amen. And there's something that all of us can do. And I know most of us pray, but have you ever gotten to this plateau where you say it's just out of hand? These prayers are not working. They're working. You know, they are working. Your prayers are working in your household, whether you know it or not. See, we cannot, we have to go by what we know. We can't go by how things look. But we have to trust God so much to the place where we know our prayers are working. It's just a knowing that's on the inside of us, and it's called trusting God, having the same mind and the same heart as God, knowing that these prayers are working. And so you have to have the eyes of God, and you see through the eyes of faith, knowing that your prayers are working. Your mouth has power. You can, uh, stop any kind of demonic activity that you see going on. Amen. And so we really need, and we're doing it, do it more, do it harder, do it faster, do it with more fervor. And I think this is what God is looking for hit the people of God, you know, the end time warriors. He is looking for us to, um, take action. And not pay so much attention to what's going on. In other words, don't look at the mission, but look at, you know, what's going on in, the, in your assignment. Look at your assignment and pay attention to the mission. That's what I mean to say. And so, but we're too busy uh, being shocked and amazed. But, but God, ne- see, God is never shocked. He is always on point, and nothing goes past him. And so he is not afraid, and we shouldn't be either. He's not afraid of, of what the, the world powers, and, you know, so you hear so much where people think, oh, well, this is going to happen. It don't have to happen. If you don't want it to happen, take authority over it. <laughs> Pray against it, amen? Do you know that it's enough of us praying on one accord can change the world? And we're we're world changers. So this is what God is expecting us to do, amen? He is expecting us to change what we see on TV. The people of God must be responsible for what we see. Why? Because this is the reason we're here. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. We're supposed to bring heaven down here on earth. And we're supposed to live joyfully and in peace, amen? But there comes time for war. And that's where we are now. It's war. We're in a war. Whether you want to believe it or not, whether you you uh enlisted or not, you're in war. And so we have to fight, amen, as mighty warriors for God. We must fight. And so it's not hard. You know the word. You have your ammunition. And so we must fight, do our part to bring things back in order. The way they used to be. Amen. So why don't we go to Psalm 42. Hallelujah. Not going to be long today. Thank you. Hallelujah. You know, we can accomplish all things, but we must have the, the help of the Holy Spirit because he is the spirit of glory. We want to see the glory. We want to see God's glory. Amen. So we must pursue God's presence and win back the world for Christ. This is how we do it. We do it when we pursue God. We need to be um hungering and thirsting after his righteousness. You know, we need to get into God and not just let it be Uh, a hobby or something that you do in your spare time, we need to make this a a priority because it is a priority. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we need to really pursue God like never before. If you have never pursued God, you need to pursue him now because we need information and new strategies from God. So that we'll know how to hit the devil where it hurts. Amen. You know, uh, there's so much going on with um, uh, selling children and and these alerts. What are those? Amber alerts. And it's just so much going on that we need to be aware of everything. And there's something we can do. You know, we got an Amber alert a month ago. And before, I bet you it wasn't 15 minutes, that guy was caught. Amen. Because the people prayed. And so we need to, you know, that is our business. Sometimes you may feel like it's not your business. That's your business. Every time I see an Amber Alert, and I'm just using this as an example, I pray. Because I know that that's somebody's child, you know. And so we want to stop this, eradicate sin. And that's what we're here for, amen. It's our job to eradicate sin and bring heaven right here on earth before we get out of here. Amen. So we need to become God chasers. I said it. Who What's a God chaser? It's a person who is in hot pursuit of God. Amen. So what are you, I'm just going to ask this question. What are you in hot pursuit of? Amen. Is it money or nice car, house? All that stuff is good, but that's not the reason we're here. You know, I look at those as byproducts or how can I say it? Something that God will do for you along the way when you're working for Him. See those things, those are things they're not hard to get. Because God, you know, we're we have um so much um what is it that God gives us? What is it? Mm mm. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> but anyway, he puts favor on our li- on our lives. I believe favor is a sign to us, so we don't have to worry about stuff. We really don't. Stuff will follow you if you follow Christ. Amen. And I just feel that way. And I'm telling you, it's not that I don't have to pray for things, but I'm, I'm telling you something. I've always expected God to pay my bills. He has never let me down, never. I'm telling you, I remember 31 years ago when we bought the house that I'm still in now. The Lord, uh, Pastor Barb was there and my other sister, and we joined hands and prayed. And the Lord promised me that I would never miss a note, and I have never missed a note in 31 years. That's a long time to never miss a house note. But it's because God has always made sure that the money was there. Some kinda of way. And and I did I have it all the time? Maybe a few times I didn't. And I can just say maybe a few times. But I'm telling you, in those times God always brought it because He is He's running the show. And and we don't have to worry about how we're gonna eat, how we're gonna drink. But what we're going to drink, what we're going to wear, you know, but all we need to do is just be on God's side, represent him, do his work and just belong to him and know you belong to him. You know how sometimes you can get the feeling when things are going on around, you can get the feeling like God's not there, but you know, you have to. Have a relationship, a personal relationship with God where you know he's there. You know he's going to come through. Although things are rough and things may get tight. But you must know that he is your father and he gives good gifts to his children. Amen. And so we have to trust him. Trust in him. And trust what he's saying to you. Trust the promise. Trust the covenant. Because God is not a covenant breaker. Amen. We are children of Abraham, sons and daughters of Abraham. And everything that is in that covenant belongs to us. Amen. And so what we must do is trust in that. Trust in it. And if you don't see it, call for it. Amen. There's always something we can do to receive more from God. I believe the key is asking more, uh, having more of him investing more in him and you will receive more from him, amen. Because if you invest in God, you'll start to know that what's his is yours. Amen. And he can't allow his child to, to uh suffer or to not have if he has so much and he does own everything. God is not broke. He's rich. Amen. And I believe that the people of God is going to start doing better. Because they're coming into this understanding that my father is rich. And I believe we're starting to, and I mean, uh, Christians as a whole, I believe that they are starting to understand that God wants them to have what you need. Amen. And more. Amen. And so 913 assures us that God is, is just changing this whole scheme of thing his scheme of things, where we don't even have to worry, all we have to do is just trust him, and it will come in amen, yes. hallelujah, but we need to become uh people who are seeking god god seekers, and this is where our attention should be um, you know you should we should focus our attention. On seeking more of him. I believe that's the time. That we're living in right now. This is not the time to. Get out of order. It's too much out of order already. And so we're trying to pull things back. In alignment with God. And so prayer is going to do that. And having more of him. And believing more in him. We need to desire. Change our desires. Toward him. More of him, less of things. More of him, less of stuff. Less of the TV. Amen? Less of whatever it is. Facebook. Less of everything. And I'm telling you, people are getting wise to this this stuff. Because, you know, you can tell that something's wrong. Because the world is in such a, a shambles. But I'm telling you, God is blessing His people. He's blessing this earth. There's blessings in the earth. And I believe and I know that we will see more of it, but we have a part to play in it, and we need to pray. Amen. Have a hunger and a passion that only God can feel. Because if you think about it, what is it that can satisfy you completely? You can't think of anything. Because you really can only be satisfied completely by God. Amen. Amen. Because he's your source. He's your sustainer. And nothing else can, how can I put it, can satisfy you like he can. Nothing and nobody. Amen. And so we need to move, I'm going to say, back into position. Where he can do more for us. Most of the time, we block our blessings. Amen. But I'm telling you, Amos nine thirteen is a sign to this country. It's it's a sign to the the righteous, and it's a sign to the sinner. I believe, and I'm telling you, God is doing miraculous things. We wanna, we ought to run to Him. Hasten to the throne. Hasten unto him so that he can make complete us in every way. We're not complete. And like the, the preacher was saying yesterday, some of us need to go back to the potter's wheel. If you know you need help, go back and run to God. We need to be running to God. Amen? And get things fixed. Whatever's broken, ask God. He, he'll fix anything. He has a heart for his people. He loves us, amen? And I don't even think his love for us can even be measured. I don't believe it can even be um, spoken into words, the depths of his love for us. We're just going to have to take his word for it, amen? And so I believe that we need to get in our word more and get pruned, whatever it is that you need him to do. Get it done. Why is it so quiet in here? <laughs> Psalm 42-1. Oh, I know why. <laughs> Y'all been beat up. <laughs> just, just, this is just a small little spanking, okay? Psalm 42 verse 1. Hallelujah. And it says, as the deer pant for the water brook, so pant my soul for you, oh God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? And see, this is a person that wants to see him. We need to desire him just like he desires us. Amen. God doesn't want any to perish. He doesn't want to lose anybody. Amen. He loves us all. And God wants to give uh that yearning. If you don't have that yearning for God, You need to ask him to put it on the inside of you. Amen. God, I just want to want you more. Don't think I haven't said that to him. Amen. I want to, I just want to be closer to you. I want to do all the things that I know I need to do and I don't have the desire to do. Can you put that in me, God? Amen. And he will. Amen. He knows that sometimes things look a little weak. And sometimes you're just not in the mood. But, see, that's why it's so important to renew your mind in the word of God. Amen. God wants to put that yearning back in you. So put your running shoes on. Amen. And run towards God. Run toward him. Don't try to run away from him. Amen. Let's go to Matthew 5, 6. I know you know the scripture, but I'm going to read it anyway. Matthew 5, 6. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm getting there. I finally started using my new Bible and not a pages. I used to have to deal with torn pages and I have to deal with pages that stick, to, yeah, stick together. But I, I rather put up with this than pages that are missing. Amen. But we are, the Bible says that we are an overcoming company. We're a company of people, amen. A company of believers, a company of of people that God has called out to do great works, amen. And so, if that is so, then it is our responsibility to pull this this country back together, or your family, or whatever it is, the amen that you feel responsible for. Now, I would imagine there's people that don't feel like this is their job. But if you're a believer, it's your job. Amen. It's your job. Amen. And in Matthew 5, verse six, oh, Oh, I don't have it yet. Let's see. Okay. And it says here, it says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, where they shall be filled. So you see that it's a ble- you are blessed if you hunger and thirst for more of God. That's a blessing to hunger for more of him. Amen. The overcoming company just wants more of God. Amen. And this is a season of harvest and everything that God has promised is going to come to pass. Don't you feel like it's partly your responsibility to pray things into alignment with what God is doing and what God is saying. But we must open our spiritual eyes and get a vision. It's like, what are you seeing? What are you what is God telling you to do? Do you have spiritual eyes where you can see like God sees? Think like God thinks. All of this is very possible. If you stay in your word, renew your mind and ask God to change your heart. Change your heart towards uh being part of this overcoming company. Amen. Because I'm telling you, there are people in the world that are groaning yes. and, and praying, God, send us help in different countries. Send us help. Yes. You know, Lord, we want you. We need you. You know, we saw where Susan, you know, uh, was, showed her slides. Uh, yesterday and talked about it, showed us firsthand what was going on in other countries and their need. And I just think it takes a real big heart to go voluntarily over there and pray for those people. Amen. And so there need to be more of us. I'm not saying that everybody has to go, but you can sit at home and pray. You can keep up with what's going on, and you can pray, send donations, do whatever you can do for home. There's a lot we can do because it's still our responsibility, even though you're not on the front lines, even though you might not have to board a plane and go, but it's still your responsibility and mine to pray these things forth for the for the countries, for the Christians who are crying out for God. And see, they're just waiting for us to receive more power and more uh, 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 authority and more boldness from God so that they can be saved, so they can hear the gospel and come in. It's like the Gentiles are waiting to hear the truth. And we have the truth. And so we must do something with what we have. Amen. Hallelujah. So we are the overcoming company. That's us. And the Gentiles are waiting for us to share what we know, share what's deposited on the inside, share who we are. You know the strength of God that's on the inside, working for us, it can work for all people, but we have to share it, and that that's up to us we We are warriors, amen, for Christ, where we're supposed to be? Do I see any warriors in here? Everybody looks so down. we're supposed to be in relentless pursuit of God, amen, but you got to wake up in the morning can't can't be sleeping like you're doing now. Amen. You have to really be determined to stay in the fight. Amen. And don't take a break when it's not break time. (laughs) We're supposed to be uh, barrier breakers. We're supposed to be breaking barriers, not breaking for lunch. Amen. (laughs) Amen. See, everybody had a nice meal. Now everybody's sleepy. But you got to wake up. Amen. (laughs) We need to pursue his presence once again. In other words, I believe we've gotten off a little bit because of what's going on in the natural. And see, we can be easily swayed by the things that we hear and the things that what we see because it's real. But God is real, too. You know, he's more powerful than what we see on the news. But I'm telling you, there's more power to be received from God. There's more responsibility to be taken for what is going on. You know, you get a prayer manual and you start praying. Every situation that's going on is in there. And we can turn this thing around, I'm telling you. Amen. We're living for now, for such a time as this, and we need to go after what God wants us to go after with fervor—it's so missing. Amen. Are y'all sleeping? All right. <laughs> it's like fire that's been shut up in y'all bones. You need to—you need to ask God to un- unlock this fire. Amen. We need it now—an unlocking of the fire. Amen so that we can operate in full authority amen so that we can get the job done hallelujah and you know another thing I believe we need to motivate other sisters and brothers in Christ amen because you'd be surprised how many of Christians that don't go to church anymore and they feel ineffective because they 're disappointed at church, you know what i 'm saying, and I you know, and that happens but i 'm telling you that we can be effective again, we can be we can be strengthened again, we can be motivated again. all we need to do is put more time in with God, and it 's not hard just talk to him like you 're talking to your spouse or like you 're talking to your a friend and and stop talking to them friends and talk more to god <laughs> amen you know i i was thinking about paul of course you know um i've been talking about him a little bit lately and and the thing that kept him connected with god was that pursuit of knowing him he was in uh, his heart i'm just going to put it like this his heart was in pursuit of the for more of the love of christ or he wanted to understand that love that he received from christ and i think that love the love of christ his love for christ and christ's love for him i believe that's what kept him strong and kept him motivated And kept him in pursuit of righteousness. And this is where we need to be. We need to be in hot pursuit of not just God, but his righteousness. We need to, to want to do more for God. We need to want more of him. Amen. So this is, I believe, what kept Paul going. Was that appetite for God y'all understand he he had an appetite for god and and you know loving Christ caused him to love the people, love all of the churches, and he wanted to be there to guide and to um, teach them how to challenge the devil and not let him uh be in control of their lives it's It's always an, you have to give something up. Yes. To get more of God, Amen. Yes. Yes. And I think, um, I think this is uh, our example—the the example that I saw in Paul—that he gave up so much just to know Christ. Yes. And we knew, you know, you can't just have everything. You can't have the goodies and have the power too. It's something, you you know, you got to have a sacrifice. you got to sacrifice something to get something even better. Amen. Amen. So you have to go deeper in Christ. Am I making sense to you? And victory is always sweeter to him that goes deeper. If you, amen, you go deeper in him, then you have sweet victory. Not victory that wear you down, you look like you've been broke and busted and broke down. But you come out smelling like a rose. You come out shining, you know, with no battle scars. And this is what God wants for us. He wants us to come through as pure gold. Amen. But it must be, you must sacrifice something. If it's nothing but a Twinkie or a TV show, I mean, something. You know, you have to, because we need to start spending our time wisely. Why? Because time is short. We don't have time to ask God, did you really say go? Just go. If, if you're going the wrong way, He'll stop you. Amen. But we need to start to be more obedient to Him and to understand what it is. It's like this. What's your mission? What is your mission? What is it that you believe God has put before you to do before you leave this earth? Let me, amen. We need a, uh, more of a freshness that's being birthed inside of us. I believe we are all receiving a freshness from God. And we need it because things can get stale and dry where you just don't, you don't even think you're in the, in the, in the, uh, the war anymore. Or you hope you're not. But I got news for you, you're in the war. <laughs> So that freshness, if you don't have it, it can be birthed inside of you again. Amen. And so, in other words, we need to quit cloning and start beginning to become pregnant. Amen. Again, so that we can give birth to something fresh and new. Amen. Because I notice people try to do what somebody else did, and I I want to do what somebody else do. and, And then we want the anointing. But you compare the anointing to the glory. I want to see the glory. Amen. Because the, the, the anointing is just a little particle, I believe, of, of the anointing. Amen. And so we're, and most people want the anointing for personal reasons. They want it to make them look better. Oh, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. But, God, it, you know the anointing. It belongs to God, and and He gives good gifts to men, but it's not for us. It's for Him to show His His power and His glory. But we need we need to want it all, Amen. We want to need to do it all, and we, Amen. And we we need to want to see, um. The victories, more victories, and I believe that we will, amen? But it's, we can't do it standing still. We have to get up and move, amen? We need to be um, more expectant or have more anticipation, you know, where God is concerned. Expect to, if you expect him to do more, he'll do more. Or I'll like, put it like this, if we expect him to do more, we'll see more. Amen. And so we need to really um, start to regroup and start to receive. It's kind of like getting going to the filling station and being refueled. You know, we need to do. But see, I believe this is a personal thing It's one. Of, you're one on one with God now. I remember when people used to pray for um, what's this? This thing like that happened in. uh in Canada, what was it? Uh, revival. Remember that we used to pray for revival? I don't believe that we don't need revival and we need to be revived. Amen? But I think it's going to be a personal thing where it's one-on-one. God's going to revive and restore and recharge you, but it's going you're going to have to ask him for it. You're going to have to go to the, you know, into, enter into where he is. As Psalm 91 talks about going to the secret place and ask him for what you need yourself. Amen. And not sit and wait on a big revival to fall on you. You know, it can fall in your living room, but you, we need to be people who are going to God personally to get what we need. And, and not just what we need, but what others need. Like the family, Across the street, maybe, that, you know, have six or seven kids and not enough food. We need to go to God before God for these kind of people, amen? Or the the neighbor next door that lost his job or is laid off or whatever it is, sick. You know, we need to start taking responsibility for even that. Because these people, when they live on your street, and I'm just using this as an example, they're your responsibility, Amen. Hallelujah. And so we need it starts small like that. I believe it starts small and it gets bigger. Amen. So most of us have low level hunger. Amen. And low level hunger causes us to seek gifts, seek stuff. Amen. Seek power to make us look good. Amen. But we need something fresh from heaven. Amen. We need something specifically. Ask for something specific from God because God wants us to do something for him. Not because we want to shine. But because God has something for us to do or something needs to be done. And we need power. To get it done or we need uh, a strategy or some direction, whatever it is that you feel God is telling you that needs to be done. Go, you know, we need to get with him to get these things done and stop asking God for things that's going to make us look good or elevate us. That's what I'm trying to say. Amen. So we need to elevate him. And so and stop asking for. Uh, things that 's going to benefit us i 'll put it like that, you know, in other words, God needs to be our main focus, he needs to be our main focus once again, amen, and so um seek his presence and not so much gifts and revival and things like that, but seek god 's presence, amen, hallelujah. The anointing is only just I believe a fraction of what God has, in other words, can you can you? Even can we even sustain all of God's power? No, Mm-mm, no. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know Moses asked God, "Show me Your glory." But did he did he really understand what? You know, you, you cannot have or endure or receive all of His power and live. And I and that's why Moses only saw the tail end of of God. Amen. He got he caught a glimpse, a glimpse of God can just wipe us out. And so what we need to do is take whatever portion he has for us and do what we're supposed to do with that, amen, and be thankful that God has even called us to do something for him a work for him. It's an honor and it's a privilege to be used by God. But we also need direction and wisdom, And those things come if you ask him. I think we need to develop more relationships with God. Amen. Amen. Death to self. And not so much us. Take us out of the picture. So that we can hear what God has to say. Amen. Hallelujah. The only way we can understand. Is to go through and ask God. I think we need to know how to handle holy things, amen, because i from what i've seen in the past, a lot of people just don't know how to handle the anointing or handle uh the gifts you know somehow they're kind of flaunted sometimes or what or or people start to think it's them, and so what we need to do is learn how to handle and respect holy things, amen, and so we need to really um Receive from God, get with God, just ask him, you know, to show us more of him. We need more of you, Lord, and and just bless us, and we're seeking after you. And when you seek after God, you know he fills you up, like a tank being filled, you know. He He gives you more of him, and you can last longer. You can endure, amen, to the end, like Paul when he was pressing toward the mark of the high calling. Most Christians that uh, hunger and thirst for power are uh, headed toward a false goal line. They're not, you know, looking for the same goal line that Jesus was, was talking about, that Paul was pressing towards. You know, there's a false goal line that you can have, too being on the wrong road, thinking you're doing something for God and you're not. It's something that you decided that you were going to do because you thought it was God. Am I making sense to anybody? So, you know, we need to allow God to singe all flesh and just burn things that are not, that's going to hurt us later, burn it out of us so that we can work more effectively for him. Amen. Only a broken vessel can carry the glory, and you have to be broken. But your level of hunger is up to you. How much you hunger and how much you thirst after God is up to you. And if you want it to increase, you have to ask him. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to understand and see what happens when God actually visits a city. Like Detroit, change, big change. You know, we need to see what happened when God visits a, a football stadium you know, or a baseball stadium when a, a player gets injured and everybody stops and join together and save a life. It's been done. And so we need to see that. And that's to me a miraculous thing. We need to see more of those things, but those things depend on us. You know, I think that we have to be uh involved in it and make sure that it happens every time. Amen. We need to see a country turn around. You know, amen. Especially people who are in these countries that are hungry. and We need to see what happens. And so we need to continue to um, press into God. So that God will show us more of his glory. Amen. Habakkuk 2.14 says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. And God will have the last say. This is just what it means. God will have the last say. We will see his will done because you know why? His people are going to conform. We are going to conform to his image. We're going to be obedient people. Amen. We're going to obey him. Hallelujah. God will have the last say. He will bring the wicked down. Amen. So we're not fighting for nothing. Amen. But who is he going to use? Who Who's going to go? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> we need to go higher in God. Amen. We need to stir up. The hunger once again. Because nothing else can satisfy. us not a job. Not money. Because money can disappear. And then what are you left with? But God will never leave you. Nor forsake you. Amen. Money has a way of getting away from you real quick. <laughs> but God will never leave you. He doesn't disappear. Amen. He doesn't... He doesn't run low. Amen. But God is so good. And he wants to be number one in our lives. Amen. So we need to stir up the hunger again. Seeking God's agenda. And not our own. Hallelujah. We need to stop seeking more anointing. To, to you know, do what we want to do in our churches. And just seek more of Him, and let, and allow God to distribute His gifts how He please, Amen. And and stop seeking the high the the titles, you know, and what we think we are. We're children of the Most High. We're peculiar people, Amen. God says that we're the ones that's going to show show forth His praises, Amen. We're supposed to make ourselves available to him. Amen. Romans uh let's see 12:1 talks about making our bodies a living sacrifice. Amen. Holy and acceptable to God. We're supposed to show people what's reasonable according to God's standards. People the world should look at us and desire what we have. Amen. But we, you know, we need to get God's power stirred up on the inside of us where we know that we're lacking nothing. See, and I think that's the key. We're lacking nothing, but we don't know it. And so we need to understand who we are and what God has already provided for us so that we'll understand it. And the world will desire it when they see us and not only desire it, but we can provide it for them. Amen. Hallelujah. And so that's, I believe, when God wants us to um share and lay hands on the sick, see them recover, that kind of thing. The anointing comes in. And see, it's there. But it's not there for us to disrespect or to play around with. It's there when someone needs it. And so God, he gives good gifts to us and he'll give us whatever we need. But we need to share what we have and not look at um, the anointing of God's power like a commodity, you know, but look at it as uh, something that God has provided to um, eliminate either sickness, disease, or poverty, whatever it is that you're praying for. Because when you need it, it'll show up. You trust in it. It'll show up for you. Amen. And so we need to really start to trust God more. Amen. And seek the things of God. And instead of seeking uh, vainglory. But seek uh the, the glory of God. We want to see more of him. And less of man anyway. Amen. Because this is not man's show. It's God's show. But he he wants to use man. He use look. He he's not going to do any more than he's already done. He's counting on us, amen, to get it done. He uses us to get things done, amen. But we cannot be conformed to this world. We have to renew our minds in the things of God. If he you don't renew your mind, you won't be good at it, and we won't pull many people into the kingdom. You no, know, God wants us to go out as. Um, uh, teams where, salvage teams, where we're bringing people in, people who've been hurt and wounded and mistreated or whatever it is. People just, just don't know God. And He wants to send us out and they're everywhere. On every corner, in every store, amen? And all they need is a word. Or, a, or you know, a, a kind word or a word from God. And I know, and they have many questions, but they have to feel comfortable to the place where they want to ask you. Amen. Amen. So we need to c- continually, uh let's see, how can I put it? Desire to go through the veil and not keep dancing around it. In other words, we need to be sincere about seeking God and being faith, coming face to face with him. And, and when you're sincere, and I'm not saying you're not, I'm just saying it needs to be more of us who are. Amen. Cause the body of Christ, I, I don't know what most of them are in most churches. They're not, they don't even think that they're part of the end time war because they're not, they're not warriors for Christ, but they need to become warriors. And so to become a warrior, we have to get some things straight, straightened out, like knowing who we are. Trusting God with all of our heart, leaning not to our own understanding. You know, just trusting God, knowing that He's gonna do what He's He's called to do, what He's promised us He will do, because He's a covenant keeping God. Amen. Isaiah sixty, if you will turn there, it talks about a rise, shine, for the Lord has come. I'm sorry for the light has come. But the glory of the Lord. Has risen upon us all. Amen. I'm going to read that because I really like that scripture. And I think um, we heard it yesterday or the day before. And it always motivates me. Every time I hear it. Isaiah 60 verse 1. It says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Amen. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And the Gentiles shall come to your light. Amen. The Gentiles shall come to your light. So there has to be light for them to come to, right? Amen. Hallelujah. God's power, power and wealth. His dignity and his excellence will be seen upon you by the whole world, all of creation, because they groan with labor pains, with birth pangs, together until now. Amen. Talking about a ripe harvest. Right, The harvest is ripe. These people are crying out for Jesus. They're crying out for help and you know I I think what we need to do is analyze what we do in a a day. I've sat and thought about that and I just had to repent it's like what did you do with your whole day did you talk to one person Uh, let's see and a lot of times you know the answer was no and so we need to repent and go back to God and and say, God, what do you want me to do with my time today? Because there is somebody that needs to hear what you have to say. Amen. And it doesn't have to be a big, great story. All you need to do is just tell them what God has done for you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans 8.19 talks about the earnest expectation. Of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. That's you and me. Amen. There's people waiting because the harvest is ripe. Amen. So what are you seeking? Are you seeking kingdom business? Or something selfish? Amen. We need to pursue the glory. Pursue the manifested presence of God. Amen. You know, when Jesus called out Lazarus, the problem wasn't how much dialing down um, Jesus did. It's like this. When he called Lazarus, he called him by name for a purpose. Amen. Amen. Because there was so much power in his calling out or in him that he could have caused everybody to rise up at one time out of that grave. It would have been people all over the place, but he called him. He said, Lazarus, get up. Amen. So in other words, I look at it like this. He kind of had to suppress the power so that only one person would get up. It wasn't a problem for him to, to raise him up. The problem was not raising everybody up. That's what I meant to say. Amen. So when you're talking about power, God is full of power. Amen. Jesus is the power. Amen. <laughs> but I'm telling you, his capabilities are in us too. Those same capabilities that Jesus um, displayed In his walk on this earth. We have them too. Amen. And so we need to act like who we are. Amen. And so if we are sons and daughters of of God who are carrying his power and his authority and his dominion, then we need to act like it. We need to start doing what he did. Amen. Hallelujah. Do what he did. And what did he do? He laid hands on the sick, raised the dead. He uh, t- took care of the poor. Amen. Took care of the hungry, fed the hungry. And we're capable of doing all these things. But we need to desire more of him. We need to seek after him and stop seeking so much after next month's provisions. Because God's already told us that he would take care of that, amen, hallelujah, amen, he's already taken care of it, he's going to do everything that he said, he is not going to let you go hungry, if you need food, and he's expecting you to do a great work for him, you can't do it broke down and hungry, amen, amen. So we need to just know and understand and get it straightened out right now that God is going to do what he said he's going to do for us. He's not going to let us down. He is not a man that he would lie. Amen. And we have an oath and a promise for everything that we need, our healing, our provision. Amen. Everything that he says that he's going to do for us, is up. really, it's already done. All we need to do is tap into it. Amen. And trust him to give us what we need to get going. I know y'all don't like that. You know, get going. But we all need to get going. Because there, you know, God is trying to accomplish some things before. um, See, there's a set time for everything to be done. Now is the time for us to reach the harvest. I mean, it's just that time. He's already given us uh, Amos 9.13. So our needs should be secure. We don't have to worry about, you know, what we need. Our families are secure. All we need to do is trust him. He's going to save everybody in your household. He's going to save your children. Amen. Those that have wandered away is going to bring them back home. He's going to do all these things. The prodigal shall return. Marriages will be restored. Everything that God's promised you is, is here. It ain't coming. It's, he's already done it. Amen. So what are we going to do for him? Amen. We need to obey him, whatever he, whatever he is asking. And I'm making this commitment and I've made it and told the Lord that I'm doing better. Whatever he asked me to do, I'm gonna do it. Amen. And I know it may, may not be easy, um, saying yes, I mean. <laughs> or agreeing with him. But I want to do better. I want to do more for God. Amen. I want to rededicate myself to him and put him in number one place. And not just maybe fifth or sixth or And I've had him there before. And so we need to make him our number one priority because we're his number one priority. Amen. So we're pursuing God every day and the, the, let's see how that, um, it should, it should increase that pursuing that we have on the inside of us should increase day by day. And so into and the to place where we're one with him. Amen. And we see what he sees. We desire what he desires. Desires can be changed, Amen. And all we I think the biggest thing is that we need our thinking changed, our thought process, our mindsets need to change. We need to come up higher. Amen. God wants to give you your up. It's time for your upgrade. Amen. God wants to give you your upgrade. Amen. But you got to come up higher to receive it. Amen. And so what we need we just need to make more time. Put more time in where he's concerned. You know, pursue him. Pant after him. Seek him. Be a God seeker, a God chaser where we seek him early and seek him late like a deer panteth for waters so shall we pant and hunger and thirst, develop a, a thirst for him. Amen. And I know we'll see everything come to pass because he's already done it. He's just waiting for us to do a little something for him. Amen. And God has an agenda too, just like we have. And his agenda is souls. And so this is all, it, that's all he wants us to do. Amen. And so we just thank God I'm done, but we just need to thank God for what He's doing in our lives. Because He hasn't forgotten His people. He will never forget us because He loves us too much. Amen. But He wants to see no man left out. He wants to see no man perish, but all come to repentance. Amen. And that should be our our goal because it's our mandate as, as uh sons and daughters of God. It's our mandate. Amen. Well, Father, we do thank and praise you for your word. We thank you, Father, for what you're doing in this hour. And we bless and we praise you, Father. We thank you that these things are important. And Lord, we just ask you to forgive us when we forget about what's important to you and we get off just being concerned about our world. But Father, we just thank you We love you, and we bless you, and we give you all of the honor and all of the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, and praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. If there's anybody that needs prayer before uh, we go back.